Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. And my name is Rob McFarlane. Welcome to our weekly mental health check-in disguised as a podcast. Uh, welcome. Before I ask uh, what we're doing, Ben, mm-hmm. how are you doing? The important part, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. It's, well, I mean, I'm sweating. I'm fucking <laughs> roasting, buddy. Oh, because of the temperature, it's not It's not like some impending doom. No, 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 no impending doom. That's novel for you it's just sunny as fuck i guess it is impending doom because we're english and we're not used to hot weather man this is melting (laughs) it's great i've got my shorts on i ate noodles in the garden with my dog she didn't eat noodles but she was there she was there she watched you eat noodles she was there she wanted noodles she's like i like noodles she did want the noodles to be fair she's never had noodles she knows she likes them (laughs) she's had noodles but not by no i didn't give them her i just left noodles on the side when i went (sighs) out of the room for two seconds and came into no noodles cheeky bitch cheeky bitch but they were hot noodles so it's more just impressive <laughs> than anything else you know what i mean <laughs> yeah what else have i been doing um oh may 22nd happy goth day buddy oh thank you man i feel seen i feel seen there you go our resident house goth gets the gets the shout out he deserves <laughs> look at you in your Normal black t-shirt and black trousers. <laughs> I've started going to the gym, right, because my eyes are disappearing. Because <laughs> uh, what do you mean? Well, right, okay. So you know, you know, like heavily overweight people, like my six hundred pound lifers. Some of them, I've, I know that you watch it. Yeah, but yeah. I've never seen it, but sure. But people who are that size, right? I know they exist. Some of, some of them have got a passport photo where you just would not be able to tell they were that size. They just look above the neck. They look relatively normal. And then you've got other people like the £1,000 sisters where it's like it is right. all on their face. Right. Okay. And I'm one of those people. It's a blessing and a curse because the second I put on any weight, my eyes just start to shrink with the with the flesh pressing in from either side. <laughs> Mate, if it makes you feel any better, you've always had tiny eyes. Like shrew, vole Yeah, that doesn't help. Eyes. That doesn't help. <laughs> Hermit crab eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like a subterranean lobster, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. them, like them newts that don't even need them because it's just too dark. Because I'm a goth, yeah, and I don't get much sunlight. Oh, but tell you what, mate, bringing it full circle. Goth in a gym, it's not a pretty sight. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine, man. What the fuck? <laughs> this is my gym outfit: black t-shirt, black joggers, black trainers. Just sat there sweating, listening to Alec Empire. <laughs> 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 so oh, uh, i love it so uh this week uh is your week right this is this week is my week to bring the movie to the table it is indeed like like any good parenting situation ben and i co-parent and uh this is your week with the kid right with the kid yeah like i i was oh, the podcast yeah yeah i say i say we're like <laughs> we're like podcast parents right and we, we, we raised the podcast the way we were raised, just alternate weekends. And it's your... It took a minute. 
for the penny to drop, but fuck me, that was worth it. That was beautiful, man. It's your, it's your, uh, it's your week this week. Who? What's the? It's my time with the kids, and I'll take them to Mucky D's if I want to. <laughs> yeah. So today we're going to be doing the Evil Dead Rise. Woo! Recent movie. Heavy spoilers. Heavy. This should spoilers. go without saying, right? It's in but the if intro. If you haven't seen this yet, go and see it. Because when a film has been out long enough for there to be high quality torrents of it available yeah. for free, provided to you by criminals, mm. it's on you if you haven't seen it. You know what I mean? I feel like we we timed this intentionally because we were going to time this with the cinematic release, and it's like we were. I'm not somebody who can easily get to a cinema, and I wouldn't want to. You're not. I wouldn't want to. It's infuriating. I know, but I, I wouldn't want to <laughs> listen to a podcast about a thing I hadn't seen yet. If you are a fan of this and you haven't seen it. Do turn this podcast off, but I'm assu- we're going to assume from here on out that everyone has seen it. And on that note... I mean, don't turn it off. Like, pause it, maybe, and then come back to it. Don't just sack it off completely. I'm, we, we are desperate for the attention. All right? <laughs> it's, it's the main reason we do this. All right? <laughs> How, housekeeping out of the way. Good. Do you want to hit us with the IMDB synopsis? I really fucking do. Because they are either gold or... Well, they're either three words. This is a film. Or they are just every single plot point that happens in the last 20 minutes, just writ large. Yeah, it's essentially like, uh, I don't know, the sixth sense could go a bit creepy, mm-hmm. or it could go, <laughs> dead. <laughs> They're the two options. There's no middle ground. It's like, it's either heavy spoilers mm. or fucking nothing, and it's mint. Yeah. It's my favorite thing. Okay. A twisted tale of two estranged sisters whose reunion is cut short by the rise of flesh-possessing demons, thrusting them into a primal battle for survival as they face the most nightmarish version of family imaginable. That is one sentence with zero grammar. That has not ever been read aloud. You were the first person on the planet to ever read that sentence aloud. I have read this about six times, (laughs) and I have never read it out loud, and I did not realise how much of a fucking nightmare it is. One (laughs) breath. One breath. I need to work out. Maybe I need to go to the gym more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm getting small lungs. (laughs) That's what it is. (laughs) Vegan boy. Yeah. You see, I think that's, that's good. That's rarely, that's a rare good IMDb synopsis. Yeah, sums up the whole movie. Yeah. Like through and through. I'd sum up Evil Dead Rise as a sometimes dumb, but overall it's an incredibly smart new take on the franchise. It's got moments, it's got moments where you're Mm -hmm. rolling your eyes, but it shows the horrific consequences of sending your kids to go get pizza. Because they will find a oh. book of the dead. They will bring it home. They will. They will sample the summoning ritual to use on a trap remix of Ariana Grande. <laughs> and you'll really end up regretting starting a family in the first place. <laughs> and the worst of all, they won't even bring the fucking pizza. They'll oh. just leave it in the car park. Oh, that was that. the pizza was so totally edible. Oh, it was 100% edible. Like a bit of the cheese was on the lid. I have, I've, eaten, yeah. I've eaten stuff that's not even technically food, Ben. Same. Let alone a pizza that's been a little bit boxed up. If that pizza would have hit the ground of an LA car park out of the box... I'd have eaten it. I'd still eat it. Yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Same. I grew up too poor to waste that much pizza. Are you joking? <laughs> yeah. They're about to get kicked out of a, a very soon-to-be demolished building. Yeah, yeah. And they make it quite clear that their mum could do with a bit of extra money. And they just bought three large pizzas and threw them at the ground. What? I do feel like a natural disaster is probably the only thing 
that I could use as an excuse for having wasted that value of pizza in my home. I can't do it. Like it would have to be a tsunami or something like that for me to come home and go, do you remember that 50 quid you gave me to go get pizza? Yeah, there's no pizza. My mum would look out the window and be like, well, there's no fucking hurricane out there, so you've got some explaining to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's the fucking pizza? Yeah. Go and get the fucking pizza. 100%. I mean, even so, it would be a tough meal, but I think yeah. even a natural disaster, I'd still, I'd still give it a crack. You know what I mean? So at this point in our, in our series, we've, you know, we've, we've seen it all. We are the most informed about this franchise as it's possible to be. Yeah. If you only ever go to the cinema and you don't watch Ash vs. The Evil Dead, which we have anyway. Um, yeah. What yeah. were you expecting going into this film? Um, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. The 2013 Evil Dead remake, reboot, remake, requel, call, yeah. requel, whatever the fuck it is. Um, yeah, yeah. It didn't sit with me well for a, for the longest time. Yeah. And I only recently rewatched it for this podcast. And, and I had a lot more fun than I remember. Yeah. And I was much kinder than I would have been in 2013. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I was kind of expecting that. I was expecting it to go from one extreme and then... Yeah. Because that movie is essentially like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know the Evil Dead. I'm going to try and outdo it wildly. Yeah. Uh, so I was just expecting that from this one. So I get to the cinema and it was not that. Totally with you. I expected, yeah. like, uh, I was expecting a sort of overly gory and thin, what you would call modern horror like torture porn is a key word yeah i was expecting torture porn but now with kids hooray i was like oh god this is gonna be rough man because it's just it's gonna do that thing of like what evil dead was extreme so we've got to be extreme and then just go way too far and have me be like well this is just awful upsetting yeah yeah but yeah didn't didn't get that no um this film is a fucking hugely pleasant surprise yeah Hugely pleasant surprise. Good opening there, right? The best opening. Uh, the best opening by a long shot. Well, let's get into the, let's get into the plot of it. We'll give you a quick rundown, right? We start out at a lake. Yep. In the woods. And we, and we know what you're thinking. Oh, well, here we go again. It's the same Evil Dead stuff. Wrong. Different cabin, that's why. This one's a triangle. You're it's right. very pointy cabin. Very midsummer. Difference number one. <laughs> midsummer, yeah, yeah. Here you go. Difference number two. Drones. The Muse album, right? Sure. <laughs> Fuck that band. I fucking hate you so much. Right? Great first record. That's about it. So we start at a lake mm-hmm. where a book nerd gets fucking scalped. Yeah. Hair ripped off to shreds. Like it's the equivalent of, you know, when you go to the hairdresser and mm-hmm. you're like, I, I want this. And then they just cut everything the, the bit where they go oh do you like it and they're showing you your back of your head and you're just looking at it being sort of like i can never walk out in public <laughs> yeah. without a hat for at least six weeks <laughs> yeah that feeling that feeling but you know with the with the drone 100 percent. a jock gets decapitated underwater which is an impressive feat all on its own oh, i quite like the fact that he gets decapitated in a sort of mannequin-esque like it goes down the chest you know that's what i'm saying try walking in the shallow end of a swimming pool it's really difficult <laughs> then try decapitating someone in the shallow end of the swimming pool <laughs> yeah. even more difficult it's uh, just a testament to the strength of the dead eye in this this scene it's fantastic well done um and then we get possibly the best title screen i've seen on the big screen in a fucking long time man you were a big fan of this huh dude my nips were standing to attention they were saluting the cinema screen as this was going on i've seen the holes in your t-shirt it's vile (laughs) (laughs) i could have cut glass i'm telling you um you get the you get this dead eye jessica the possessed 
human mm-hmm. deadite sort of rising from the lake in a Jesus Christ pose. Mm-hmm. Big and shot of the, the horizon text, behind her and then the text oh, just... The, the text rising from behind the mountainscape behind it. Mwah, mwah, fucking chef's kiss. A little bit of a giveaway that the deadites have arrived though. I mean, I think for about 400 miles around, there's just dyslexics looking up at the sky being like, what? is there something happening at the theater what's happening here especially if you're the other side of the text you're like Essa died live (laughs) you just get a couple hipsters being sort of yeah it's fine i saw it last week don't need to worry about it yeah but then i mean we cut away from that for the entire film right that's before you think this is set in a cabin it it's not it's not that's the day after the events that we're about to see um Beth, a guitar tech, finds out she's pregnant and heads to downtown LA to see her sister Ellie mm-hmm. and her family. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we see that the sisters are a little bit estranged. Beth's been away for a long time. She's not been paying attention to Ellie or what's been happening. Uh, Ellie's gone through a divorce. Her husband's left. And to show how serious this situation is, they need to have a talk. Mm-hmm. They need to have a, a private talk between sisters. Yeah. So Ellie sends her three children out into downtown LA to get some pizza. Which is, I have to interject here, a fucking madness mm-hmm. because we were in we grew up in households where people were literally screaming at one another and we just had to turn the N64 up. The idea that they'd be like, yeah. go and get 50 quid's worth of pizza. Oh, it's very privileged. <laughs> right? It's so Hollywood. It's so Hollywood. <laughs> oh, it's so Hollywood, yeah. I'm like, I've immediately <laughs> lost all sympathy for these kids. I don't give yeah. a fuck their dad's left. They got 50 quid's worth of pizza. That's 50 quid's oh, worth. Oh, what, you don't have a dad or boo-hoo? Three pizzas yeah. for five people? Yeah. Fuck me, mate. You've someone's, got... someone's dining. <laughs> You've right? got no dad and three pizzas. I've got no dad. <laughs> <laughs> as, as far as I see it, your three pizzas better off than I am. So shut the fuck up. Oh, man, my dad wasn't even worth three pizzas. You know what I mean? That's the most upsetting thing about this You're... whole fucking... That's the, mo- that's the bit that I struggled to relate to them on. I was like, my, yeah, it's fine. You, my family trauma is not worth three pizzas. <laughs> you, might, you might get a sour cream dip out of it. Yeah, I've actually got one of them in the fridge. I've been Ooh. I've been questioning how old it is for a while, right? But now I'm kind of determined to just leave it there to see mm, how long it lasts. Barrel aged. Or whether at some point it becomes alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so what could go wrong? Three kids heading out into LA to get some pizza? Easy, right? Earthquake. <laughs> Earthquake, which LA is known for. But you know yeah, what yeah. it's not known for? Children finding an abandoned, fully stocked with religious paraphernalia bank vault yeah, I, I feel like I feel like this film, when I said in my synopsis, this is sometimes dumb, mm-hmm. uh, this is probably the main culprit of the thing that made me have to put that in the synopsis. Because I do think, and we'll get into why, I think this is the smartest Evil Dead film ever made. Oh, 100%. With the exception of, if I was going to go, right, okay, we've got a high-rise building, how are we going to get a Necronomicon yeah. in there to start fucking shit up? Bank vault. I don't think an earthquake uncovering a bank vault built under a residential flat found by three kids yeah. sent out yeah. while the parents, the parent figures have a chat yeah. on their way to get from back pizza and then a kid climbs in and finds it. Yeah, this all makes sense so far. Well, I just don't think it's the like the most streamlined solution. Like You could have a creepy neighbour yeah, yeah, who's yeah. been creeping you out the entire time you've lived 100%, there. 100%, buddy. And one day the paramedics arrive wheel him out sure you go snooping in his flat you find his library you find his book bang it doesn't Listen, need yeah 
It's not the it's not the quickest route. It's not the right? Occam's razor solution to script writing. No, <laughs> it's 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 the scenic route. All right. Yeah. It's, uh, we yeah. we see a few sights on the way. We have a bit yeah, of fun. Yeah, yeah. We take a few pictures. It's sightseeing. Yeah, you know. It's, yeah. It's, it's script, getting from A to script. Getting from A to B, but also seeing D E F G on the way. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's it's enjoying yeah. the nice song. A B C yeah. D E F G. There you go. That's all it is, man. So Danny climbs into the vault through a precarious hole in the ground that brings up like a toothy book it's well toothy in this one oh it's proper toothy a couple vinyl records which is the first bruce campbell Mm. cameo oh yeah fyi FYI, he's one of the priests on the record going burn it burn it burn it cheeky bruce uh, but he leaves all of the obvious protective religious artifacts, such as the 1,000 hanging pendants <laughs> and the nine-foot buff Christ on a cross crucifix. That does sound like I a s- good Saturday night, to be fair. It sounds like a mint Saturday night, mate. Did you see how cut he was? <laughs> Christ with cum gutters. Now I know why you're going to the fucking gym. You saw Jesus's cum gutters in this movie mm. and were like, yeah, I need to... All right, I'm going to, to the gym for that. that. But what can I say? Oh, my eyes are getting smaller. Yeah, That's yeah. a fucking feasible excuse. <laughs> <laughs> the thousand hanging no, the thousand hanging pendants on the ceiling, right? Yeah. Do you think they sort of calculated how many evil the book was? <laughs> and then they had to do like a formula on like a, a TI instruments calculator, the solar powered yeah, ones, yeah, like yeah, a scientific yeah. calculator. They're like, right, Ooh. log scale. So carry the four. Yeah, uh, yeah we're gonna need nine hundred and eighty-four point uh, two crucifixes. But it's underground, so we need to add plus four evil. So round that up. So let's say 100. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then times it by 10 because it's the book of the dead. Yeah, yeah exactly. Made of flesh. Yeah, that's it. I want to I wanna see I want to see their working on something exactly. Or do you reckon they just were going on? They were like, I have gone a bit fucking mental with the number of crucifixes. I should really stop. It's been a slow Wednesday. <laughs> I just think the church had a really good week with a collection tray. And we're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just all go mental with the necklaces. <laughs> they, they jumped straight onto Etsy or Wish and were just sort of like typed in uh, pendant and then just clicked, you know, maybe it was like Alibaba. You had to order a thousand minimum. That's you know exactly what, I mean? what it is. It was a misclick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One extra zero. Father Stephen, you'll never guess what's turned up in the fucking post. What's that? Fucking 800 boxes of crucifixes. Where the oh, fuck are we going to put these? Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck it. Take him to the bank. Take him to the bank. <laughs> Take him to the bank. We've got a load of shit in there's, there. There's a fucking tomb, for God's sake. Just no, the fucking, you see, I, the I, I, question, I question the bank vault. Primarily because, right? I know banks legally aren't allowed to look in your safety deposit box. Oh, but, but how would you get that shit in there? This right? is a vault, so like you're gonna yeah. have to open the door. <laughs> and at a certain yeah. point, like Susan, who's just working on like just the bank teller, who's like working on a two p.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you just start wheeling in like trolleys. How of... would that even go though? Like, okay, okay, okay. So the priest would phone the bank, right? Yeah, yeah. Ring, 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 ring. Hello, LA Underground Banking System. Hello, this is Priest. Um, <laughs> I would like to deposit. I'd like a. I'd like a vault, please. We have some. We have some things that we need out of the way. Okay, from the public. We have already discussed this. We do not store child corpses. No, 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 no. no. We eat those. All right, fine, um, fine, fine, fine. Yeah, we're not having that problem again. (laughs) You think we're silly enough to leave the evidence around Uh, twice? uh, (laughs) Oh, sir. (laughs) Okay, so what what are you storing? What are you storing, Father? Uh, There's a few necklaces. 
There's a, a few. A lovely... Can we quantify a few? Thousand, maybe. Yeah, fine. Give or take. <laughs> yes. Give or take a few hundred. Sounds fine. I don't know. But the only problem is, bud, we need to hang them from the ceiling. Uh, I I think I've got some command strips. They're not too heavy, are they? Yeah. Perfect. Great start so far. Okay. <laughs> uh, we also have a nine foot buff Jesus Christ on a crucifix. Oh yeah, yeah. So you'll be wanting our buff Christ package. That that's all. Yes, that's all good. Yeah, yes, we've please. got a special yes. hanging system for buff Christs. You'd be surprised Excellent. how popular that is. Excellent. Now that comes fully comp, right? Fully, fully comp, all insured. Don't worry, Brilliant. don't worry. You, you, your necklaces, breaks, your necklaces, excellent. your Christ figure. We got it all sorted. Anything else? Oh, just yeah, just one more thing. We have a massive fuck off tomb. Oh, sorry, sir. Can't do tombs. Not allowed. Can't uh, do tombs. Term, terms of service don't allow tombs. I mean, mm. no. I mean, that's a little outdated. Even the pyramids did tombs, bud. Uh, you know what I mean? Times move on. Times move on. It tra- 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 all right. Well, all right. Yeah. Well, forget the tomb. I do have a coffin that's made of concrete and ornately decorated. No, no dead. To no mimic a tomb, no, but it's not a tomb. Okay. W- well, what is it then? Coffin. Yeah, I can't do coffin. God's box. It's a God's box. You want God's I've box? One, I've got one massive God's box. Right. Which is made of concrete and ornately dressed up to look like a tomb. God has a box. God's box. God is canonically trans. Fine. Yeah, whatever. All good. <laughs> we, we'll store Excellent. it. Excellent. We'll, we'll bring in our non-tomb God's box <laughs> and enormous statue shortly. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Click. It would, that be, would be a fantastic yeah, it phone It would be call. weird. Uh, also, oh, you forgot, yeah. to, you forgot in, the, in the list uh, vinyl. Just random vinyl. The, the kid oh, finds shit. really, yeah, really quickly, yeah. yeah. He finds a... Uh, but he's a DJ, you know what I mean? DJs can sniff out a vinyl. I mean... It's, it's yeah. built into their genes. Like vinyl it's, and it's cocaine canon. are the two things that DJs are best at sniffing out. Yeah. <laughs> and sniffing on, yeah. you know what I mean? They can sniff out a vinyl to sniff on the vinyl. I, there you go. I very legitimately once had a DJ friend who was too drunk to do his set, so I had to sort him out. And... Because it was, did you just poorly lit? Did you wank it? Did you wank this man off? No, no. To to because it was poorly lit behind the DJ booth. I just dashed a bump of, of coke onto the <laughs> what I saw, what I thought was just a random flat surface, but it turned out it was the surface of the record, which Excellent. was spinning. And I then got to watch a very drunk DJ trying to play a fishing game with a line of coke that was Amazing. spinning at thirty three RPM. That's incredible. <laughs> That's 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 exactly the sort of party game that I would have loved to have played back in the day, man. That sounds incredible. So speaking of the vinyls, Danny takes the vinyls upstairs. He listens to the vinyls. The evil is summoned to the soon-to-be-demolished, but still oddly populated, building complex. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few. There's a fuck ton on her floor. They're really high up as well. Yeah, there's like there's like nine people living in a building that's going to be torn down in less than a month. Yeah, you know why that is? Because they keep ringing the move- removals company and they go, how many flights of stairs is it? And they go, oh, it's about 15. Yeah. And the removals company goes, oh, sorry, booked that day. Yeah, That's why they're all there. None of them can fucking get a removals company. I've been there, I know. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, yeah, I feel silly for questioning now, if I'm honest with you, bud. <laughs> so the evil possesses Ellie who gets back up to the apartment and starts doing like super weird, creepy shit, like yeah. cooking eggs. Mums don't do that. Vomiting Quaker oats. Mums do do that. For <laughs> four minutes. Was it Quaker? I mean, it did look, at, it put me in mind of the scene in Team America where Gary blew it. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you had it all, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and yeah, you blew it. <laughs> that was exactly it. That was exactly it. And here is where, in true Evil Dead fashion, the evil starts toying with its food and torturing Beth. Mm-hmm. Now, the film doesn't hold back here at all. No. Like, neighbours die in spectacular fashions. Uh, we're talking chomped on eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Second Bruce cameo. Yeah, put that yeah, one yeah, yeah. Big old apple Ooh. getting crunched was the foley for the eye, right? Yeah, that's the one. Ripped out throats. Mm-hmm. Kids getting their arms ripped off and thrown at walls. Choking on said chomped on eyeballs. But most importantly, two of Ellie's kids die. Yeah. By knife crime and by face tattoos. How very L.A. is that? Like, how, how much more L.A. Well, can you Well, I'll come back to that. I've, I've, got, I've got a good point about every kill in this. So all hell breaks out. All yeah. is lost except for Beth and Cassie. Cassie is Ellie's youngest kid who was fucking yeah, hilarious yeah. in this film, she by is the way. very like, funny. Super fun. Uh, they have to fight their way through the building, culminating in this big fuck-off fight between yeah, yeah. glob mom Ellie, mm-hmm. who has recently fused with her kids to make an arguably weaker deadite than the three solo deadites yeah, that they were. I do. I always str- I did struggle with that because I'm like, hang about. If there were three of you... You could have yeah, one right. going clockwise around the car that your victim's hiding behind, one going anti-clockwise, yeah. and just sorted. Instead, Mate, there's by... a whole thing where like Ellie can fucking sense people through doors, through yeah. like peepholes. She knows who's looking at her at where. The the evil reads withering heights mm-hmm. from the in book. the first opening scene in the movie, and then they all glob together, and then they're just one point of view. Yeah, they're just blind. It's like fucking tunnel vision. They're like those horses in the park with like the little yeah buys a blinder things on yeah as you can imagine this fight is full of blood guts uh, an industrial wood chipper because apparently they're desperately needed in downtown la oh yeah no of course man how many times do you have any any idea how much wood needs chipping in la in the basement of an apartment complex yeah sure yeah of course man because you you need the you need to cover the play parks that you can sell drugs in yeah with a with a child safe material, got you. And you don't want to drop your gun onto the concrete. You need the wood chip in exactly because yeah, you. you'll you'll damage your Glock, and then it's not going to fire right. Yeah, man, exactly. you've already yep. scratched the serial number off the side. You don't want any more scratches <laughs> yeah, on it. You know what exactly. I mean? Fuck, you know. Yeah. Uh, and of course, we get a token chainsaw for our token Ash character, Beth. Yeah. yeah End yeah, of yeah, film. Yeah. Roll credits. What Wonderful. was your? I I th- I think that wood chipper was my favorite kill. That's your favorite kill in the I, whole film. Ah, oh, just like that Fargo, that Fargo S. Oh, it is pretty Fargo. Just yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just feeding that in it. What about yourself? My favorite kill has to be. My favorite kill happens off screen, and it's more mm-hmm. because you get to imagine how it looks, and it just makes me laugh <laughs> every time. It's when the little kid who lives next door has his arms ripped off. And his, his torso <laughs> is just thrown against the wall. <laughs> and we see it all through a peephole. I was uh, fucking crying with laughter at that, man. It was so funny. Mm-hmm. So obviously, we've got the blood, the gore. We've got the guts. We've got the fun kills. Yeah, yeah. We've got the the much better plot line. Yeah. Compared to 2013, I'd agree. Compared to 2013, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and arguably Army of Darkness from a, from a writing point of view. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll agree with that from a writing point of view. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, from a nostalgia point of view, I will karate chop you in the mouth. A nostalgia for a film that came out in 2023 is admittedly quite a thin on the ground. No, Army of Darkness, you sausage. I'm very aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but would would you say that this is an Evil Dead movie for you? Yes and no. So obviously, obviously, I think it nails almost everything about 
what an Evil Dead film should be. The things it can't have, it sort of knows it can't have. It knows it can't have Ash as its protagonist. Yeah. It knows it can't have that great wellspring of of nostalgia. Mm -hmm. And so what it does instead is it goes, right, there's lots of things that I can't have. I can't be fresh. I'm never going to be as shocking as Evil Dead was because people see the title and they expect it, which is why 2013 was so empty, right? It yes. felt like it had to reinvent the wheel, and that's not what you want from a a, a later entry in a franchise, right? You don't want it to no. rip up the rule book quite as yeah, much yeah, as yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And you don't want it to go back to square one. It needs to be a gentle evolution. What I think this did is it it saw what it didn't, it could never have, and went, well, fuck it, we're going to have to find something that only we can have. And it ended up going with, well, we'll be the smartest one. And besides the dumb finding of the Necronomicon, yeah, yeah. There's a theme in this through motherhood, and I was watching it. And I was like, okay, so so Beth, the sister, she's she's going to be a new mum. She doesn't know what to do about it. She's gone to see her sister. She's very scared. She's very scared. She mm. goes to see her sister, who's a newly single mum, because mm. uh, the dad's left. And I'm like, uh, the second that uh, Ellie dies, yeah, Beth becomes their surrogate parent. So she's suddenly yeah. forced into parenthood, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then all the things that start happening are parallels of some of the fears that must come into your head when you realize you're going to be a parent. So, like, all of the kills are done with household objects. Yeah. It's a snapped broom. It's a cheese grater. It's a wine glass. It's that suddenly, like, previously innocuous objects around the house are now vectors for danger. Little things like the kids next door who were friendly. Do you want to come around and watch a horror movie with us now? They're now Are now possessed demons. Right? They're all deadites. Dude, I didn't even think of this, man. That whole, you know, you're locked in a in a high-rise building and and you've got all yeah, this yeah. danger around you even there. The elevator becomes a, a thing of danger. Like, oh, you must must never go in it after an earthquake because it's dangerous in there. Yeah. And guess what? It, later in the film, it is fucking dangerous in there. Yeah. And then talking about Goop Mom, that's her identity being consumed by family they're literally taking bits out of her holy shit man. and it's becoming one she's being fused her identity has changed forever and they literally become a literal family unit that's kind of nutty it's the smartest evil dead film How? there is i mean do you know what i mean though like for you, the fact that you can get that Right. From an Evil Dead movie where yeah. someone has their eyeball chumped out <laughs> and a child the sound of... dies yeah. having his arms ripped off, <laughs> yeah. thrown at a wall. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the dumbest shit like, my cats live in the air vent. I hope no one remembers this in 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, this this exit gate's a bit buggy at times. I hope no oh. one needs to get out in a hurry. Like oh, that sort no. of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but the great thing about this subtext is it's only there if you want to see it. You know, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it then tracks why the Goop monster is weaker because they're not individuals who are living an individual life. Right. They are chained to the concept of family. They are the all-consuming, smothering family, and that has to be weaker than the individuals because the Three film is a... are better than one. Exactly. There you go. But to Ooh. answer your original f- question, it's an excellent film. But I don't think... It is a sequel to a famous 80s franchise, Mm -hmm. but it's not the Evil Dead franchise. And bear with me. See at what point this begins to sound familiar, right? Okay. A reluctant protagonist has to battle a multitude of many more well-equipped antagonists. Okay. That's most films. Yeah, I'm with you. But you're in a high-rise. 
narrows it down a bit. There's a theme of a family having to overcome the absence of a father. A major character walks on bare feet through broken glass. (laughs) Oh, fuck And all of the issues stem from a pesky bank vault. (laughs) (laughs) It's a diehard movie, man. (laughs) knew that that's where you were going with it it's a diehard movie that's where you were going that's fucking incredible <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a great evil dead film jokes aside it's a great evil dead film it just could also be a diehard film oh man okay that is fucking fantastic man <laughs> i've got a slightly different take on this right right i kind of love that i know a lot of people hate that ash isn't in it anymore right yeah yeah uh, and I understand why he's not in it. And I understand why he can't come back. Yeah. Because otherwise then it's evil dead in the nursing home. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That deadite took my pills! <laughs> that deadite's taking my job and my benefits How- <laughs> and my women. <laughs> oh, right. Back in my day, the electric blankets were lovely. <laughs> now they're dead. Um, yeah, so I understand why it can't happen. So I, I'm really fucking happy that we're deciding collectively as a culture mm-hmm. and as a society, because we all chose the direction of this film, not just one person. Sit down, Lee Cronin. It's not just about you, all right? <laughs> Although you have done a fantastic job. <laughs> You've done a fucking stellar job. Yeah, I like that it's about the books now. Yeah. I like that we're yeah, going to yeah. venture off into sort of universe-building territory where it's we yeah, get to yeah. meet maybe not so much reoccurring characters or recurring characters. We get to meet... Uh, we get to see where the books pop up and how they fuck up different pockets of people. A hundred percent. And how they sway different things. That's going to be fun as fuck because the possibilities are endless. It's a really clever pivot once you realise that that protagonist exactly. is so well beloved and that you're not really going to be able to get them back. We had Ash versus Evil Dead. Mm. Not enough of you fuckers watched it. No. So they cancelled it. If there was, If there was enough bandwidth for Ash as a character in popular culture to be genuinely successful at the box office... Ash versus Evil Dead would still be on fucking television. Yeah, obviously. Simple fact of the matter is, it's a niche thing. They have to go broader than that. They've had to go beyond Ash as a protagonist. So what else can we bring back from that side of the conversation? Oh, well, hang about. There's a whole load of stuff in those films that's worth exploring. Yeah. First and foremost, the books. I love the idea of following the books. Are there books? It's incredible. You can go international with it. You can go intergalactic with it. You could have Deadites in space. <laughs> Deadites in space. Dude. Deadites on a plane. Deadites on a plane. I'm sick of these motherfucking deadites on this motherfucking plane. You could do a remake of Apollo 13 where they open their lunch and they're like, oh shit, it was a Necronomicon. Oh shit. <laughs> I was hoping for a PB&J. This is the one thing we should have planned for. If, the, if there was one thing that I didn't want to find in my in my lunch pail, it was a book made of human flesh. <laughs> <sighs> right, I got a game. Ooh, this is called Name That Evil Dead Movie because obviously it's the last episode. We've watched mm-hmm. them all now. You should be able we to have guess indeed. this. Right, I'm going to give you a quote. Mm-hmm. And then you have to tell me which Evil Dead movie that that quote is from. I'm down. I'm ready. This is my boomstick. Okay, we're starting. We're starting with a softball. That oh. is Army of Darkness. Correct, sir. You bastards! Why are you torturing me like this? Why? 
That was a bit Matt Barry at the end there. Wow, Sorry that about that. Was By sort of Why are you myself. torturing me Why? like this? <laughs> Why are you torturing me like this? Why? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say 2013 opening opening intro. Oh, buddy. Oh, uh, no, wait. That's uh, Evil Dead 2 when he closes the door. Oh, shit. I don't know. I failed. It's Evil Dead 1, buddy. Where? Uh, where is Yellen? You, you bastards. bastards. Why are you, you torturing me like this? Okay. To the Deadites. <laughs> yeah, this is, that's, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So we're one for what? We're one all. One 50% all. 50% right. It's still good. Right. Um, am I dead? Am I dead? I'll give you a clue. It's, ju- it's just after a, n- a tip of the hat to the shiny. Oh, Evil Dead Rise. It's it uh, it's a little girl. It's Cassie. It she is. wakes up covered in blood. She's <laughs> like, am I dead? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking hilarious. The timing is perfect. Um, <laughs> someone's in my fruit cellar. Oh, that's uh, Evil Dead. That's Henrietta. It is Henrietta. <laughs> did you notice the uh, the pizza company in this in this Evil Dead Rise? I did. Henrietta's yeah. Pizza. Oh, yeah, man. Lovely, lovely little throwback. Beautiful. There's a couple of them in here, man. That's, why, that's how I want my fan service. Optional. Yes. That's right? the best way to sum it up. That right there. It's optional fan service. <laughs> but yeah. it's also, if you're brand new, still a fucking fantastic ride. Yeah, yeah. I don't want a new, I don't want a new fan of my franchise to be like, who the fuck is this guy that's just walked in? I want them to be like, oh, that's fun. Yeah, because I would fight someone loudly and aggressively in a cinema if they ever questioned who Bruce Campbell was. <laughs> um, all right, last one. Dead by dawn. Dead by dawn. I'll swallow your soul. Oh, okay. Well, that could either be... That could be any of them. Except for Evil Dead 2013. Congratulations, ah, Rob. That yes. is, uh, that's good. That's just what... I, I can't... It's like 80%. 70, it's 80%. 80% yeah, yeah somewhere it. between that's 75 right. and 100 that one, though, I got you, didn't I, you little sucker? You dear. That was also Evil Dead 2. And you failed on that one, so it's dropped to 60%. You failed, but I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm fine ending on a failure uh, because we get to the ratings. And I feel like, yeah. again, we've seen them all. Evil Dead 2013 was a massive disappointment for you when it came out. And you've sort of softened on that a bit, like you I've always do. my ways. I've, yeah. yeah, you're a softer man now. You're older. I, I am <laughs> getting soft. You're in your mid thirties, man. It's, stop it's trying fine. to make me stop trying to make me second guess myself. I'm not joining the gym with you. All right, I don't <laughs> care about your tiny eyes. I don't. I'm not going to the gym. You can call me soft all you want. I'm working on these tits. All right, this is fine. a this is a it's a fuck it. It's a journey. It's right? a journey. It's a journey. Yeah. Taking Ben's two aspirin on an ironing board up to. Big old milkers. Yeah, to mommy yeah. milkers. Ben's mommy milkers. Uh, that is such a disgustingly disturbing image. <laughs> it's like a horse with hands. Or Evil Dead 2013. Oh. I'd rather watch Evil Dead 2013. A horse with hands has just made me feel really fucking weird. That's made my tits retract. You're not helping my cause. What are you rating this film, Ben? I'm going to rate this one a seven and a half. Whoa. Because I had a fuck ton of fun with it, mate. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the main thing I like about it is the rewatchability, right? By a long shot, you brought this to my attention last episode. In the following, it's a uh, going back to your childhood and how you mm-hmm. would like films that you could, you know, rewatch over because we had a limited choice, right? Yeah, and it's such a fucking good, it's a good take. So I've rewatched this a few times, and every time, mate, there's something new, and it's just, it's just fun. Mm. So much blood, yep, guts, gore. 
fucking shockingly deep subtext. Yeah, it's mint. Seven and a half. How about you? What are you doing? I I don't have. I I'm a I'm an Evil Dead fan, but I am not an Evil Dead fan in the sense mm-hmm. that you have loved these films and watched them probably once a year your entire life. It's way underestimating, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I watched them when I was a kid, and uh, I didn't really get around to watching them again. I loved them as a kid. They were some of my favorite yeah. movies as a kid, but I just, you know, I just didn't. Uh, didn't sort of keep up the faith. Now, watching 2013 and going, well, whatever that is, I don't want that. Yeah. I want more of this. I do want more of this. I want to see where this goes. I want to see what uh, this team specifically, I'd love Lee Cronin to come back. Where this story is taken, same. Um, and so it's it's got to be it's got to be a seven. It's got to be a awesome. seven. Oh, um, fuck, that makes me happy that we're ending on like such a big positive yeah. note, man. This is great. This is fucking great. If you haven't seen it, there's no point now, but you should. Yeah, go watch it. I mean, you've you've, <laughs> you've spoiled it for yourself. There's no surprises yeah. left. There's no. a couple. The kid chokes on an eyeball. There's no more surprises. <laughs> there you go. That's all of them. They're done. <laughs> Shall we do comment corner? I'm down for some comment corner, man. Yeah, little cheeky look at our socials, see some of the uh, best and worst that listeners have got in touch with. I can't wait for the worst. The worst are my favourite. So, Braindead Metalhead 69 on Instagram commented on mm-hmm. one of our points regarding Evil Dead 2013. Uh, okay. Where we talk about the main character throwing away the heroine and how, you know, it sure. was ridiculous. Uh, yeah. And it's really painful to watch. Braindead Metalhead 69 comments, In this movie, a character mutilates her face with a piece of glass. Yep. Another one cuts off her arm. And the intro is the most upsetting to you. And to that, Braindead Metalhead 69, I would say, you've clearly never been an addict. <laughs> <laughs> More importantly, I don't think that that man's ever been a poor addict. Just throwing away that amount of heroin is fucking... I, that's heartbreaking. That's a lot. Like, that's, that that yeah. ain't cheap. That ain't cheap. That's you know not, what I mean? That's not. Uh, Ed Garrow commented on our little TikTok regarding Christopher Nolan's following. Okay. And the way he made it, the things he had to do, the fact it was on analog for six grand. And Ed Garrow comments, if this doesn't motivate you to make a movie with all the tech available today, nothing will. That's pretty fucking powerful, man. And it's completely true. I see. Great comment. I get the opposite. I go. How? I go. Because I go, well, I fucking haven't, have I? So I guess I never will. (laughs) But you only haven't. Because you haven't tried. If Nolan being able to do following on six grand in today's money mm. and get that, that's including getting it onto the fucking festival circuit and selling it. Yeah. 100%. It's, it, any, any one of you, dear listeners, mm. could sit down right now and write a film and make it. Yeah, but then it leads to the follow-up question. So why haven't you? And then you go, because I'm shit. Is that the answer you wanted? It's because I'm shit. You're right. Anyone can do it. I haven't done it because I'm shit. Rub. <laughs> with, with, that, with that insight, all you're doing is you're setting yourself up to go, well, I'm not going to do anything because I could have done it, but I obviously haven't. So why should I ever fucking bother? Look, man, once, once, we've got, once we've successfully managed to launch our YouTube, I'll consider writing a film. <laughs> nah, I'm going to go film first. <laughs> Fuck YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all the time we've got for this week. 
Guys, thank you so fucking much for joining us on our Evil Dead journey. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on board. We have got social media channels on every single one that you care to mention. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Bebo, Friendster. MySpace. We do loads of stuff every week. Please follow us there because we announce stuff like competitions. Uh, which Competitions? We have... Yeah. You yeah. thought we'd forgotten. I did forget. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were playing it cool. No, I totally forgot. 100%. We uh, we we did a spin to win on everybody who went to our Discord channel and reacted to the little selfie of Ben. Yeah, uh, we did a spin to win, and what's especially lovely is that there were you know sixteen, seventeen names there, and Ben loves this Necker Ultimate Ash figurine. It's still so behind I, me. Yeah, he said, "Shall we film this?" And I was like, "Eh." And then as he was putting the names, and I went, "Do you know what, Ben? You love this so much." Put your name in there as well, because you never know. You never just give you give you a bit of hope. It was nice to have the little the little sliver of yeah, hope. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The chance. So we hit spin. You'll never guess whose name comes up first. Mine. Yeah, I, I won. I yeah, won ben the figurine won. that I'm desperate ben to not let go. I won that on the uh, first one. Yeah. But can you imagine the optics if with yeah. no proof whatsoever, <laughs> Ben had just gone? Well, we span to one, and uh, yeah, we just spin to win, and I win. So uh, I'm going to keep it. Yeah, thanks. So yeah, so he had to spin again. Yeah. Oh, that is so deliciously, deliciously sad. Who won, Ben? <clears throat> Pumpkin, pumpkin. Woo! Has won. Congratulations on the win. We're going to be posting it out. Well, it's posted now. Yeah. But yeah, this goes out on Sunday. Yeah. So yeah, you've yeah. probably got it already. <laughs> so congratulations, you've won the Ultimate Ash Necker figurine, and also. Uh, mild slice of my happiness uh, so enjoy that <laughs> and for those of you that didn't win thank you so much for entering we will be running another one on the discord very soon so stay tuned 100%. for details of that yeah, you're all fucking uh, legends that's what we've got time for this week i want to do an experiment however and test the power of your mouths I don't even know where this is going but i'm gonna stand my ground and say that everyone here has incredibly powerful mouths I don't think they do. I think the power of word of mouth marketing among our listeners has been incredibly weak. Like wet bread. (laughs) This is such a nice way to say thanks for listening. No, you have wet bread mouth. (laughs) You have wet bread mouth and you need to tell more people about our show. Because I I see the numbers. I call bullshit. Oh. Yeah, I think think everyone's mouths are made of biceps. Tiny, multiple biceps. Just oh, exuberating nothing but power and might. Well, shall we find out by seeing if all of you lot listening can actually do a significant spike in our numbers via word of mouth? We'll give you all a treat with the next episode. I'm game. I am fully game for this. So guys, if you did enjoy the show and you want to help us out, because it really fucking does help us out, go tell a friend, leave us a, a rating or a review, uh, and help me defend your powerful, powerful mouths, because I know personally that your dentist has to use Thor's hammer to get through them teeth because of the sheer power that you fucking hold, sirs. And madams. Uh, well, we will see. And in the meantime, consume... I'm really fucking sad that this is going, you know? Like, this is the end of an era. Not the series. Like, the series is done. I'm excited to move on to the next one. The fucking figurine, mate, though. I've got to box this and then ship it after this. Do you know how heartbreaking that is? <laughs>